Hey, welcome to the Atomic Weight of Cheese with your hosts, Mike Bakovin, Chad Planbeck, and Steph Romanski. Yeah, the old one. Oh, that's good. It was. It was surprisingly good. Yeah. I was, uh, we watched, the, the, okay, I'm, I'm going to prove myself a bad parent. We watched it as a family. Mm-hmm. And A, it's kind of fun when you can get your girls, like, you know, instead of, when a nude scene shows up, you're just like, don't look. Where are you all point and laugh? Ha ha, boobs, you know, which is where my family is at, which is pretty cool. But they've got that that nasty scene where the topless girl, but she's got an appliance and she takes the lipstick and shoves it into her nipple. Do you remember yep. that? It's yep. like, oh my God, it's terrifying. Yep. So it's like, I'm having that moment where I'm like, ah, this is my really uncomfortable. Okay. What the hell? You know, and okay, there's well, one I, of those things where it's like, wow. I was thinking of Curse of the Demon. We're talking about two completely different oh, films. She, <laughs> No, this is Nady Slasher. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Where it's got a extended dance sequence in the middle. Of it. <laughs> yeah, no that sounds reason. like the '80s. Yeah, it very much was. That's so. awesome. Welcome to the Atomic Way to Cheese, where real life is cult cinema. Cult cinema is frequently real life. I'm Mike and Steph. Uh, yeah, because the other one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not that one. The other one. <laughs> I don't remember any lipstick in the Dana Andrews movie. <laughs> lipstick in the boob? What? No, that's a different movie. That's a different movie altogether. That's a different movie. This one's got a dog-faced demon skeleton thing at the end. Anyway, <laughs> and an extended dance sequence for no reason. Anyway, so this <laughs> this week we are in the uh, in the quest for evergreen content. We are going to play a little bit of a game that we've done two or three times before, and the game goes like this. We each have a question, some of some of whom we have written them down a little faster than others, a little, a little prior than others. That's why I make notes, brother. Yeah, yeah. So so who didn't do their homework? Me. And, uh, who didn't bring their microphone? Yeah, Mike. Right, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do... Check your Facebook uh, status. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do three questions. These questions, uh, a couple of them will be related to movies. A couple of them will be uh, uh, related to life in general. But the <laughs> kicker is, none of us have heard these before. So the answers are going to be unvarnished, off the top of your head, and uh, just sort of rolling. So we're going to see how fast everyone's brain is working tonight. So strap in, because probably not real fast. <laughs> Give me my pen back. There's your pen. <laughs> There's your pen. I'm going to go first. Okay. All, right? All, right. I, all right. I like this one. So last week uh, in Japan, they opened up the Godzilla experience. Did you see this? Yes, I did. It is a, uh, a life-size Godzilla head that you then zip line into. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the coolest thing. And I want to go so bad, but COVID and money and time and all the rest of it, right? Sure. But, oh my God, do I want to zip line into Godzilla's head? So, <laughs> so question one, what other movie needs a life-size theme park attraction? <laughs> Oh. Life-size theme park attraction because I I want to wear a GoPro. I want to I want minimal <laughs> safety equipment, and I want to zip line into Godzilla's gaping mouth. That's what I want to do. <laughs> and I don't have to answer my own question. I'll keep talking. I like how everybody think. looks around the room. And it's like I know you have a lot of movies around the room. <laughs> All right, so I'll keep talking while you guys think. They that's made okay. a life-size Millennium Falcon. Because that's that's kind of where I was going. But it's like, yeah. they kind of already did that. Yeah, yeah. The one, I went straight to Harry Potter, but... but... Yeah, they, but they made basically a huge Hogwarts. <laughs> By the way, have I ever told my Hogwarts story on the podcast when I went to Harry Potter land? <laughs> this is my... Uh, okay, I've got like five good stories in, in this life, and this is one of them. Right. So I'm on Hogwarts the Ride in Florida. 
for some reason I had gotten separated from my family in the line. So they went on one one car, carriage car, which is basically like five people strapped with a shoulder harness, right? Sure. I get on another one with five complete strangers, three of whom do not speak English. I believe they spoke Russian. So we start going through the magical world of Harry Potter. We're zipping around, we're bopping, we're up, we're down, we're over, we're top. And in the middle of it, right as we hit the Whomping Willow, the ride stops. And I am looking straight down, probably at a... Uh, I think I'm going to vulgarly call it a doggy style angle, right? I'm just kind of like bent over and... And then the lights come on. Top or bottom? Yeah, bottom. <laughs> so, so I kind of poke my head up and I'm looking around. And man, once the lights come on, the magic dies. Because it's no longer the Whomping Willow. You're just in some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, the motor. Ooh, that part looks bad. You know, when the lights are off and the Whomping Willow is coming at you, it's great. But no, so I was stuck there for 40 minutes with three people oh who didn't speak English. And then it started right back up. And when they got off, my family was like, we thought you were dead. So even though uh, J.K. Rowling has been uh, killing the magic now for the past oh, couple geez. months, yeah. the yeah. magic was dead for me a little before then. Okay. I saw, the, I saw okay. the strings and wires. Anyway, so that, that's my. Yeah, that's you talk about that, that Godzilla ride. And it's like this is one of my life goals was to get like to Universal Studios and see the Jaws ride <laughs> before it's you know it's gone. It's no mm-hmm. longer. Good. I saw it. Really? I did. Awesome. Yeah. I saw both both versions. The, the I have pictures of me on it Sweet. with the jaws head coming up on the tram as we went through. Oh, that's awesome! Like it, boo, <laughs> boo. Well, I never got. No, I never go anywhere. Anyway, I I think I got one. Okay. Uh, an actual functioning Delos Corporation, so you could go to like Westworld or Medieval World. <laughs> oh or, no. Or, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, get in and get out before the mange hits and right. the robots go murderous. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think that would be interesting. Because, yeah, I was thinking, because I came up with this too, and I, I don't know if you talked about it before, but it's like, what is the worst cinematic job to ever have? Cleaning up the sex bots at Westworld. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be one of them. Oh, lordy. <laughs> I like that answer, though. That's a good answer. Real Westward, but yeah, getting a gunfight or yeah, something. Yeah, because like in the newer version, there's like a samurai world. There's other, you know, I'm sure there's like many different permeations that you could go through, that you could kind of go through and experience something a little bit deeper than like going to a rent fair or something. I think that'd yeah. be kind of interesting. So. That would be cool. Steph, what's your live action movie thing? Have either of you ever seen videos of Let's Plays or played the game Portal? Yes, I have. I would love a life-size game of that where you can go through portals and see yourself walking through the portal and coming out on the roof and falling down and having to fight Gladys and man, chumming along with Wheatley. I'm playing it right now. That's so good. But it would be so cool, IRL. (laughs) I don't know how that would be so hard to do. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. like from a practical standpoint. Yeah, it would. It It would would. be so great. But you could zip line through a whole slew of portals. There you go. Man, those games were cool. All right, so that's my question. Who's going next? I'll go next. I'll go next. Okay. Um, hang on. The keycap on. <laughs> um, okay. If you could trade places with any other person of for a week, okay, uh, famous or not, okay. living or dead, real or fictional, with whom would it be? Huh. For a week. Just for a week. Anybody. For a week. Huh. Good question. Who would you... Yeah. 
I can't decide if I would want to be like some movie star so I could see what it's like to be, sure. you know, adored and beautiful and wear designers things and, and stuff. Okay. Can, can I, can I say one, but he's a despicable villain, but I would use it for good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Seriously, he's a despicable villain. I'm going to say it and you're going to go, oh no, but I do use it for good would be, um, uh, Kil Kilgrave from uh, Jessica Jones. Oh, the, the uh, um, David Tennant character. David Tennant, yeah. right? Because basically, he his very presence means you have to do exactly what he says. And of course, you know that sort of power will corrupt about anybody. But if I had it for a week, I bet you I could stave off the bad stuff and do it for some really good stuff. <laughs> because go. the most frustrating thing in my life right now is, in most people's lives, most American li lives right now, is that we're in giant odds with each other, and motherfuckers just won't listen to reason. No? So if I could walk up and say, "Yes, this is what you're doing," that would be immensely satisfying for a little I... bit. Anyway, that's I'm down with that. That's like my that. my answer. Okay, I got mine. Okay. I want to work uh, for Roger Corman's New World Pictures circa 1975. <laughs> because that would basically mean that you would probably wind up dabbling in a little bit of everything and also maybe wind up directing a picture while you're at it. <laughs> you know, like learning to cut trailers, learning yep. to run sound, because that's, that's film school. Yeah. You know, and the dude makes movies in five days. And so I think it'd be kind of neat to kind of get in on a production from beginning to end. What, what was his it's, line to Opie Cunningham where he said, or to, or to uh, uh, what's, I can't think, Ron Howard. Ron where Howard, he said, yeah. if you do a yeah. good enough job on this movie, you'll never have to work for yeah. me again. You make, you make two good movies for me, you never have to work for me again. Yeah. So. And then when you bounce back into your you, right. you can write about it. Right. You can uh, you can blog about what it was like right. to do that. Right. Work, yeah, working for yeah, working for Roger. This Corman. is the best movie ever. Yeah. I yeah. directed it. Yeah. <laughs> I was the key grip on <laughs> that one. Big Bad Mama. I was the best boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was the best boy on Eat My Dust. Yeah. Awesome. Good answer. So, yeah. All right, Chad, what's your what's your question number 1? Okay. What is the worst case of mistaken identity you've ever been involved in? It could be someone mistaking you for somebody else, or you could mistake someone for the wrong person. All mine are just cringy. I don't think <laughs> doesn't matter. Is, What's the most I don't cringiest? think anything is bad, but yeah, it's like there was a. Uh, I'll tell you the first one that pops to mind is just recent, not recently, like within the past like ten years. Um, I had worked with somebody. Uh, on a project and then she had completely changed her hair which completely changed the way she looked and so we sat down at a meeting next time and i introduced myself and it's like you know me you idiot and of course like other people who know i've made some <laughs> big stupid error right now are sitting right next to me and i just think it's one of those late night cringe things where it's like god i'm such an idiot i'm gonna go shoot myself now you know the, those sure. sort of sure. sort of thoughts but it was just like she it wasn't even that radical a change it was just like it was enough to where my brain was like oh who's that person introduce yourself <laughs> burr, burr, burr. and i did and the whole, basically the whole room saw it and i wanted to just and you just wanted to crawl into the table crawl into yeah. a hole yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. whoops yeah, that's mine. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Okay, well, I'll take you talk about mine. Yeah. Do it. Okay, well, there's like there's two stories to this. It's like I've been mistaken for uh, a lineman for the Nebraska Porn Oscars a couple oh, awesome. times. Some drunk guy <laughs> in a bathroom thought I was Joe Wilkes, and it's like, no, I'm not. Should have written it. Right. Written it. Written right. It and then there was another time, this is at work, and there was a porn bandit at work. Someone was looking at porn <laughs> on several computers. And I was the prime suspect. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> How 
How did you prove your innocence? Uh, they caught the guy who did it, who was our IT guy at the time. <laughs> so they were like calling you into HR and like, Chad. Who, who was it? It was uh, uh, Jack, what's his name? It, it, it might have been before you were there. Oh. And so, but yeah, nope. It never got to the HR office. but Nope. Nope. They had it narrowed down to like three people and I was one of them. And it's like, it's not me. <laughs> Oh man! And so I do all my we, kind, we kind of figured it out because it was happening, and the three three of the prime suspects we sort of got together, and it's like, were you here that night? Nope. You weren't here this night. Nope. You weren't here that night. Nope. So cross elimination. Yeah. It's none of us. And who was here? Well, he was here. Busted. <laughs> so, Busted. And they got him. So yeah. And, awesome. Uh, that was funny. So that's yeah. That's. I seriously can't think of any. I have not been a victim of identity theft yet. Sure. I haven't. That sucks. That's no yeah. fun. Um, yeah, I look like no celebrity whatsoever. Sure. Sure. You never mistaken anybody for somebody? No. no. Like I said, it's, it doesn't have to be someone famous or whatever, but it's just one of these things like with oh, like, oh, lower, like yeah, you want to crawl into a hole or whatever. So. Yeah. So yeah, I'm here to embarrass you today. That's what Yeah, I got, I got that. <laughs> Bad <Yeah>. dreams! <laughs> no, because... Not as far as like you know celebs go and stuff. Where I lived, they were everywhere, so it was easy to spot. So they weren't. Sure. Mis- it was. It was. You wouldn't mistake them. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't have any good answers for that. And I will think of one at three yeah. o'clock in the morning. Would you like to phone a friend? Yeah, and I might edit this uh, podcast. Uh, my... Again, that would be funny. <laughs> Hi, this is Steph. Hi, it's me. It's I thought of one. It is now three. My daughter reminded me that I forgot who she was that one time. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's funny. <laughs> All right. Question okay. two. Oh. Next round. Is it you or me? Uh, me, if that's all right. Uh, yeah. Or we can go to you nope, and then do nope, it that nope, way? No, nope. just you go around go. the room? Okay. What's your favorite villain monologue? Villain it doesn't monologue? have to be a James Bond style uh, talking the whole thing. You know, the, here's my plan, Mr. Bond. It can just be a villain talking about anything. Oh, so, I got yeah. it. The one that popped right into my head yeah. was um, Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction, the whole Ezekiel. Yeah. That. <laughs> that or the two um, robbers in the in the diner. Yeah. In that movie. Yeah, those two jumped right in my brain. The funny thing about... Yeah, I love I don't know if he's one. a villain. What do you mean? I don't think he's a hero. No. Is he he's, a, he's not the agent of change either. No. <laughs> I don't know. He's he's a, he's a Tarantino character, whatever, yeah, whatever that sure, means. Yeah, sure. it's Samuel. But Ezekiel twenty five seventeen. Yeah, that's a good one. Also, not the actual Bible verse, but that's. It's not. It's not. It's a. It's an amalgamation of several different Bible verses that Tarantino threw together. Apparently. That wanker. Yeah. So, All right, Chad. What's your favorite? So, so he's pastiching again. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He's Sorry. mixing a bunch of stuff together. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. sorry. All right, villain monologue. Uh, I like uh, uh, John Lithgow uh, in uh, Buckaroo Banzai when he's talking about <laughs> when he's rallying the troops. They're uh, like, when are we going to leave? Soon, <laughs> real soon. But I think my absolute favorite, and it's pretty blunt, and it's a Bond thing, it's in Goldfinger. 
Yeah. Where he's got him strapped to the table and Bond like goes, do you expect me to talk? Like, no, no, Mr. Bond, I expect, <laughs> I expect you, you to, to die. die. You know? And it's like, that's great. That is great. Yeah. That is witty. That is fun. And every time I think of James Bond, it makes me sad because we should have had that movie five months oh, ago geez, at this yeah. point. And now yeah. we're still we're still a year out from it. Yeah, there's there's a, there's a couple other ones there's a, in like some Bud Bettier Westerns where the, the bad guys are often more interesting than the good guys, like in The Tall Tee with Richard Boone. Talking with Randolph Scott. I mean, there's there's hundreds yeah. that I could that I could go through, and like, of course, none of them are really popping into my head right now. But yeah, there's a lot out there. And uh, I'm gonna go with Billy Zane in the entirety of Demon Knight. Okay, <laughs> just every word sure. out of his mouth. That movie that movie should be in the Library of Congress. Sure. All right. Anyway, you don't want a monologue. <laughs> don't get the monologue. Yeah, don't get the monologue. <laughs> All right, Steph. Question syndrome two. Yeah, you caught me monologuing. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good okay what was your least favorite food as a child and do you still hate it or do you love it now huh. mine oh yeah I got yeah okay go ahead. Uh, we grew up pretty poor and so every now and then oh and it wasn't it was, it was by choice because my parents were like still going to school when they had kids so like kindergarten through like third grade I lived in basic poverty and at least once a week, we had to have these bricks of cod, right? It was a brick of cod, and you unwrap it, and you throw it on a frying pan and mash it up, and it's cod, but it still had the bones in it. And so you take a bite, and then you're like, you fish out your fish bones and throw them away. And I don't think I've eaten cod in a long time. And I think the last time I ate cod was when I was in Jerusalem, and they served it to me with a head still on. Oh. And at that point, it's like, yeah, I'm eating this. Come on, man. Bring it. <laughs> okay. That, that's mine. No okay. Uh, me, it's fried chicken. Really? And the reason it's fried chicken, when I was a kid, my grandma used to raise them and we had to dress them out. Ah. And uh, I've done that. And that, you know, it's like, I'm t- you know, it's like that, you know, circle of life, whatever. <laughs> but there was just so much of it and we had it all the time and just kind of got burnt out on it mm-hmm. and it's just i don't it's like just eating anything off the bone is just something that i don't really care to do me too Interesting. i so, hate chicken yeah. on the, I, I don't like meat on the bone yeah. at all yeah so like i'll do a chicken breast or chicken nuggets or like i'll get boneless wings mm-hmm. because yeah. you know other wings it's like boy that's a lot of work for a little yeah what little you get so yeah no so yeah it's, it's just fried chicken See, I had, the op- in general. I had the opposite thing. I worked on a turkey farm for two years, so okay. it's like I killed and dressed turkeys, and it was like, yeah. they're the dumbest creatures. The only reason they're on my on the planet is for me to eat them. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Like I said, yeah, more than anything, it's not it's not so much you know the 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 dressing out or whatever. It just it was always on hand, and my God, we ate a lot it of it. All you so ate. that's that's basically my cod. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and so, but yeah, I just and then again, I don't know what it is. Like I said, I don't like eating. Something off the bone. Like yeah, it's all like gristle anything. and like, no, blood veins no. and yeah, no thanks. Yeah. So. Nope, nope, nope. Sweet Mine's sweet enchiladas. I hate enchiladas. Okay. Oh, I will not eat them. Like my mom puts them. Just, just regular old enchiladas. Okay. I like like white enchiladas with chicken and all that stuff, sure. but my Racist. mom made enchiladas when I was a little kid. <laughs> okay. And I didn't like it and I didn't want to eat it. And so she made me sit there. Oh, one of those things, yeah. For hours. So I mean, it was bedtime. It's your mom. It is, <laughs> okay. but she, she, it is. I know. Um, sorry, mom. I love you. Yeah. But um, I won't eat them to this day. 
Okay. And I was really a little, but I just had this vivid memory of the smelling enchiladas getting colder and more congealed and grosser. Oh, and, nasty. And I finally got to, she just finally sent me to bed. Okay. <laughs> and I never ate them. Okay. I was that stubborn. Okay. Don't worry. Right. Yeah. Chad, what's your next question? Okay. You're Weird Al Yankovic. You've just yeah. inherited a UAF, UHF station. What's your programming day? What are you showing? What's your programming day? Hmm. So, does it have to be original stuff? No. Because they started no. off if it, as a as a someone it, who's it seen can UHF, be, you can, you can yeah. say have some original programs you want to, but it doesn't have to be. Okay. Huh. Hmm. All eighties, all the time. <laughs> sure, but that's your format. Like I said, pick your format. What mm -hmm. are you What are you showing? Pick Anything eighties. Okay. So, Music videos. Okay. Actual God, music videos. What would I put on there? Yeah. Huh. Anything but Miami Vice. No Miami okay. Vice. <laughs> There's got to be some great idea out there that no I one just, thought of. To me, it's just like okay, I'd bring back afternoon movies. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's like no night flight. Yeah. No. No. Mm -hmm. No. Weird like syndicated stuff. dramas, just movies. Yeah. You know, um, afternoon movies, double feature of the night, a late show, a late late show, and a late 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 show. That'd be cool. And, yeah. You know, no, no infomercials. So know. what? What would be on like during the day? What would be on? Uh, like I said, yeah, the movie. Uh, mostly be like game shows and probably old like sci-fi TV, probably that kind of thing. And yeah. the one thing that I would absolutely love to do, if you could somehow arrange it, and if you had the money or whatever, it's like ten thirty every night. I would rerun Johnny Carson's. Oh, oh that yeah, so that would go over great. Yeah, and it's like, why isn't anybody doing that? When you I remember. When I was packing, I found my mom's um, VHS, and we still have the last two uh, uh, Johnny Carson shows okay. before he went yeah. off the air. When I stayed at my aunt's house in Kansas City, this is a couple of years ago now, there was some station there that was that was showing reruns of The Tonight Show, like the whole thing. Oh, wow. And it's like, this is great. And it's like, why isn't anybody, you know, why isn't, yeah. why, do, why don't I have access to this? <laughs> because like I said, online, you can, see, find, you can find it on YouTube, sure, or whatever, but. It's like I just want the whole show, not clips. Right. Yeah, that kind of right. Thing, so, would modern commercials kill that vibe? You have unlimited funding. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I would do it like they do in England. It's like have like a, a huge block of commercials before the thing starts, and then no commercial interruptions. You know, I think that's what I would do. That's if you're not the BBC. Right. BBC, you pay for your TV license, okay. so you don't have commercials at all. There you go. I like on. Uh, Every, like once every year or two or once or twice every year ESPN becomes the Ocho where they show just nothing but super weird sports okay. <laughs> I like that idea yeah. and I don't know how to translate it to like cult movies <laughs> you know it's like where, where you well, just take take it's like okay we're gonna get real weird between the hours of of eight and noon or yeah. something well, you know like, I don't or know. it's like watching telemundo or something like you watch it like those are those like their their game shows and it's like what is happening are they winning is it did they win you know and it's like what happened? are they happy are they it's like what is good why are they drowning that woman what the hell is going on why is that woman in the tube why is he all greased up and trying to get up the steps oh wait no that's a japanese game <laughs> yeah, what's what's the end game here what's the goal and it's like i i don't know if they won or they lost i don't know so yeah no like i said it could be anything like i said choose your format so huh I'm going to give that some thought and like also it, break in. At yeah. <laughs> Pretend you're Guy Caballero. Yeah. <laughs> you're in Mellonville. You've got the SCTV network. What oh, are you showing? That would be great. Okay. So 
because this is a pod, because this is an audio medium, I have a visual thing for my last question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to hold up a picture from The Onion. The headline is, Total Collapse of Democracy So Horrifying America Decides It Hasn't Happened Yet. I took a screenshot of this thinking, man, that is exactly how I feel. <laughs> I hate to be bleak about it, but I absolutely feel like uh, like we're a failed state and we're being run by the minority and nothing. And and if there's a light at the end of the tunnel, it's 20 to 30 years away. And that uh, I don't it's, 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 re it's reductive. It's reductive to say we're screwed because that means that that alleviates you of personal responsibility. It's like you need to get out there and do your stuff and, and be, uh, you know, be a, a productive person and a person who says things. But how do you feel about that? It's like, do you think that, do you think that you fight for, for better kids and that we're a lost cause? Do you think there's, there might be better days ahead? Cause I, I can't see it I happening right now. I hate to say it, man, but I'm at the point where I'm so cynical. It's like, I'm just ready to step back and watch it burn. Yeah. Well, you know, that's how, that's how our current administration. Yeah. Happened. I, yeah, I, 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 I and it know, wasn't. I don't fun. know how else to describe it, but it's like it wasn't they're fun. they're going to burn down too, you know. But it's just like, well, I guess it was a good two hundred years, you know. And yeah. uh, to me, we've kind of been on a slope since since the early eighties, mm. and it's just it just kind of keeps accelerating year to year. And now we're like in free fall. Hyper, we're now in free fall hyperdrive, and you know, there's no well, that then, light at the end of the tunnel is an oncoming train, and like, ooh, this is going to be fun. Let's see what happens but, now. But if but if that's your philosophy then you're basically admitting to like your own end and the end of everything around you. How could and you I not? Have... How could you not anymore though? It's like, what has that guy got to do to get, to get kicked out? You know, I swear to God, a lot of it, I think he's trying to, I think he's trying. Oh, he to... never wanted to. He never, he, said, yeah, place, he never yeah. wanted this in the first place. And he's just like been yeah. trying to get himself fired ever since. But do, do, do you want me to see if I can conjure a little hope? Sure. Okay, so he, here would be my, my argument for a little hope. One of them is we are governed by the minority, right? The, uh, those people and our president and his people are the minority, sure. have been since the 80s, right? It, 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 I, I take that back since, let's call it the Clinton administration. Okay. Okay. 65% uh, of people want uh, don't want to overturn turn Roe versus Wade. 65 versus 35, right? Uh, if you look at a lot of the polls, we are, we have a majority of, uh, of people in this country that would like to move things forward. However, and this is, this is the part where the cynicism and despair comes in is that the, we are seeing the end game of a 30 year long, brilliantly, uh, plotted and exceptionally funded effort to enshrine minority rule. Sure. And I don't believe that can be broken lightly, right? And like major, I think it's too major entrenched, thing. man. I, I, mm -hmm. I don't. I don't mean to be a cynic on you or just be a yeah. doomsayer, but I just because I, I get, so I get asked that all the time. It's like, well, how do you fix it? It's like I don't know how. It's too entrenched. I always joke it's like a benevolent military coup. I think that's our only hope. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't know. And it's like, yeah, how do you fix that? And so, especially yeah. when the game is rigged. Well, see, and I don't have the luxury of like. Of saying let it burn to be honest with yeah. you because that means my family burns up too i know and so i can't i can't i can't save that yeah. 
I don't. I can't, I'm not, I can't, I'm I can't not believe happy. It. Believe me, I'm not happy that. about it. Right. But it's just one of these things. It's like you just see everything, and then you go online for ten minutes. And it's like, oh, screw this, screw everything, you know. And yeah. Well, okay. Here's the th- yeah. It's like coronavirus is never going to go away. Yeah. Right. And and like if you want to get real deep into the weeds, do you know like the, this this mythical vaccine everyone's talking about that that's kind of a pipe dream. Yeah. Because well, what's going to happen is that there's going you know I, I don't want to like plow into the ground here, but sure. like, um. So then look at the other side of it where my kid wants to go into wants to go to film school. And so I've been talking with everybody that I know who's like in that industry and I'm like, is it safe yeah. to send a kid there? And they're like, ten years ago no. Is now. Yeah, okay. Like, great. Progress. Yeah. Right? The, so things got better in a bad entrenched yeah. industry. Because uh, it in my philosophy like just like let it let the how do I say it? like let it burn by not like saying everything burn, but it's just one of these things too is like we old farts need to get the fuck out of the way. Sure. I can buy that. That's a lot of it. And, but unfortunately there are a lot of old farts with a lot of money who are desperately clinging to something mm-hmm. for some mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. The the best thing I ever heard is that, that people like Zuckerberg or uh, who runs Amazon, uh, Bezos, Bezos. Uh, have an Alexander the Great mentality. It's like they will never, it's like they will finally not even be satisfied, but be, but feel some emotion other than greed when they look and there's not nothing else to take. Right. And right. it's like that, that, that was like the best explainer on every, and on the current state of the world I ever heard, you know, it's like, there will be, you know, for, for Alexander wept for there were no more lands to conquer. It's mm-hmm. like, those are the people who run everything now people who feel that way it's like yeah jeff bezos could give every one of his employees a hundred thousand dollars and not be any worse off than he was before the pandemic but he's never going to do that right you know i think we can fix climate change i think climate change is something that's terrifying but could be dealt with like through science and through some some amazing things that are happening they're turning co2 into fuel you know co2 in the air into fuel amazing goddamn things are happening but it, I, I'm sitting too many here old, on too many old. Yeah, I'm sitting life. here on ground level, going, "It's never going to get off the ground." Yeah. So it's like I, I, I don't know. I'm, it's up I to your kids, ra- man. It's up yeah. to your kids. Yeah. You know. Ugh. Well, you know, we, I said we just kind of. I said we need to get out of the way. Yeah. And so. I don't know. I, I talk about that with a lot of things. It, it, like fandom, anything, and it's like I think one of the problem is, it's like we, we old farts need to get out of the way, mm-hmm. and let somebody else dictate where things are going. So. J.J. Abrams has heard you said that. So. Yeah. No! Yeah. So. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. That no, was way, I, yeah, that was way I, too I got intense. dark. I didn't Sorry, like that. Sorry, yeah, like I said, no, I, was, I, don't, I don't mean to be a naysayer or anything, but or cynical, but it's like, you know, I don't know, man, so. Yeah. It doesn't look good. I mean, I don't think yeah. anyone's like, yeah. yeah, things are going great right yeah. now, but I don't know. I can only do what I can do, and then I got to worry about me. Yeah, like I said, that's, that's the thing with, like, that's all you can do is take care of yourself and wear your mask, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and t- take care of you and yours, and that's all yeah. you can do. Yeah. Except I say- wear this because I care about others. Absolutely. And I vote blue because I care about others and I yeah. care about the future, but... And, but that's all you can do. It's all I can do. Right. I, I don't have money to yeah. throw at campaigns and mm-hmm. stuff. Right. So, but... Well, I like you people. Just, I like you too. All right. So. All right. How about something? Better? How about something more lighthearted? What's the worst job you ever had? Uh, I think I already mentioned it. I worked at turkey farm. That sucked. <laughs> that sucked. I got mine. Uh, oh, I, I'll go one one other if you don't mind. Right, go ahead. Go ahead. Because I've I I like the sound of my own voice apparently. <laughs> um, I, I worked in a Mexican restaurant, uh, in in the kitchen, 
And the thing that was awesome, awesome and terrible about it is that I never played sports, but it was closest I ever got to a locker room. Okay. Because it's like there were drug dealers in there. There were, you know, illegal immigrants in there. There were the the owner was was a, a old guy who would make you count out tomatoes. And then when they weren't looking, you'd throw them at him. I mean, you know, <laughs> just, I, I made some very good friends there. But, oh, my God, the stuff that went on in that place. Yeah. Oh, my God. Some yeah. of the health department stuff that you uh, <laughs> don't eat at family chain restaurants, folks. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of saying, like, we're going to retail job. That's like, yeah. Yeah. Like you want to murder like three customers a day. It's like, no. Yeah. yeah, I'll never do no. retail. Again. I've What's done retail word? and waitressing. <laughs> and <laughs> those aren't my worst jobs. Is right. waitressing that bad? It's hard. Oh. It's really hard. And it's very little reward because of the system yeah. of pay. But yeah. What's your worst job then? Well, I was telling Chad about how I used to work at a meat packing plant. <laughs> oh, that story. is my second worst job. What's your worst job? Telemarketing. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I tried to sell accidental death insurance oh, over wow. the phone to people on the East Coast who didn't want it. <laughs> and I had one too many mean persons yeah. yell at me and I started crying in my my cubicle <laughs> and quit. And the next day I was enrolled in college. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's Yay! enough of that. This is not what I want my life to be. Yeah. I'm out of here. So. I, I did work the call center at Cabela's for a bit. I was and doing outbound. Was, inbound yeah. is a little bit different. It's a little bit different, but it's kind of the same thing because you're dealing yeah. with, it's just like, and uh, you're dealing with the rich assholes. Yeah. And I just remember this one gal calling me, her order didn't show up and she just had a complete and total meltdown. <laughs> on was me on Karen? the phone and but no it, it wasn't it was like not mad at me it's like my god i think this woman's about to kill herself and it's like lady let me transfer you you know that kind of thing it's just a pair of boots lady right right I didn't, yeah. well let's see the worst second worst job i ever had was um this is back when i was on the farm and they were testing some kind of uh like fly repellent or something on the cattle and so you had to check the poop for maggots. And so I had to not only go collect poop, cow poop, in our pastures, I had to go to the neighbor and say, I'm going to go into your, your pasture and get some cow poop. Is that okay? So that's the second one. That <laughs> right. Poop wrangler. And, uh, wow, that poop, is an amazing yeah, bad job. Yeah, poop wrangler. <laughs> but uh, like, the absolute worst job I ever had Shit, was, was the, the three days that I worked for KHAS-TV. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. I hit it. And... Uh, Started on a Friday, got hired on to be a director of their news broadcast. <laughs> had you ever directed a news broadcast before? I had in college. Okay. But it, you know, and I wouldn't say I was great at it, but uh, I kind of got my bread buttered to get me there. But anyway, so going there, we're supposed to get trained because their board was completely different than anything I had ever used before. So I get there first night. First night, none of their cameramen show up. So it's like, you got to go run the cameras. And it's like, but I was supposed to know you got to go run the cameras. No one's here because they wouldn't hire college kids. They're not reliable. So they <laughs> hired high school kids. And it's like, are you that stupid? Uh, yes. So second <laughs> night come in. Second night of training. No cameramen show up again. You got to go run the cameras. Okay. Third night I come in. The person who's training me is not there. You're directing the broadcast tonight. And it's like, this is going to be a dumpster fire. And it was 
Uh, and the next day I walked in, turned to my resignation. And I told him, this is a circus, this is a monkey show, and you people are terrible. Bye. <laughs> is that episode you directed available anywhere? I'd like to watch uh, it. I would pay good it. money I doubt to it. see it. <laughs> I doubt it. It was just basically just one shot. It's I'm like, still going to check YouTube later. Yeah. It was like, luckily it was a Sunday night, and like so like there's only one anchor. Oh, so okay. he basically did everything, so it was basically just his camera on there, you know. But still, it's like you got to cut, switch to commercial, this shit and everything, and it's like... I don't it. know what the fuck. <laughs> basically, what it was, and to it, it's like, hey, yeah, no training, no, or like, you're supposed to have a little training at least, but it didn't happen. to an empty cameraman, <laughs> and so it's like, wow, this is, you know, this is bullshit, and like this, this is a, this is a circus, and back then they had a reputation for being terrible, and they were, yes, and this only confirmed everything, and it's like, nope, it's I'm out that here. Yelp wasn't around back then, right, right. <laughs> But it was one of these things that wound up, and then I wound up at the paper not too long after that. So, but yeah, so yeah, the three days that I worked for a, a TV station were just—it was terrible. It was a, it was a joke. Yeah, <laughs> All right, what's your last question, Shannon? <coughs> okay, uh, what's the strangest or most inappropriate place you've ever had to relieve yourself or pass gas? Can't say, can't say church. That'd be easier to answer if you were asking me where. A weird place you've had sex because <laughs> sure, i don't not? get freaky okay. um i don't have it's harder for girls okay <laughs> it's harder for girls <laughs> to go in weird places okay sorry <laughs> the beach probably i don't know okay i uh one time was in high school and we were driving from some places and places about an hour and a half away and i didn't pee before i got on the bus and we weren't going to stop. So it was one of those situations where I would go up to the bus driver and say, any chance we could stop? And he'd say, no. And then I'd go back and sit until it was like impossible. And I'd go back, any chance we're going to stop? No. <laughs> and it happened like four times. And he, ne to be fair, he never lost his temper. But yeah. he also never entertained the idea of stopping for even a second. Okay. Never. Okay. Not for a second. And so when I got out, I... I walked around the bus and there was no bathroom and the next bathroom was like half a mile that way so i went just around the bus into a field and that's where that's where, that's what happens like listen you there is there is no stopping this at any point i'm not making it to the bathroom this I, is what's happening i do have a story i okay, just thought of it while he was talking it's okay yep okay my very first trip to new york city okay, okay. this is my dream trip i'm 15 years old 16 years old my cousin, who we were staying with, um, took us to dinner in Brooklyn, Brooklyn or Queens or somewhere on the other side. Bros, yeah. After we're done, we're driving back. He lived in New Jersey. So we had a very long ride up Manhattan, Long Island, all that, to get to the bridge to get to where he lived in Jersey. And I had to go to the bathroom after we left Brooklyn. <laughs> and... <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but it's very hard to find a place to go to the bathroom in New York City, apparently. Okay, sure. This is an, also in the 80s. Sure. We made it to Harlem <laughs> before I was like, we have to stop <laughs> now. <laughs> and so yep. we pulled over at a McDonald's and it was closed. Oh, it was no. like, it was closed because, you know, Harlem. And yep. so um, we finally made it to the bridge. And I thought I was going to die. I mean, I thought this is it. This is the end. Yeah. This is <laughs> and the end. Yeah. I never walked so fast. Fatalism <laughs> sits in after a while. I, remember, I think it 
think we were a kid. I think we drove to Florida, and I remember there was a couple times where we passed the bottle around. Oh god, <laughs> can't do that if you're a girl, and, right? That's and, awkward. Uh, uh, oh no. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think the most inappropriate for me is back when I was in college and uh, got drunk downtown. Walk back to the walk back to campus, and this is when they had a new building under construction, and it was the new theater. And like walking home, and I was like, "Ooh, there's some lights on in there," and I'm blessed out of my brain it's like what's in here and i walked in there and and kind of looked around for a bit and it's like gee i have to go to the bathroom <clears throat> and so i went the dirt floor uh cut to about a month later it's done they're putting on their first show and i walk in and it's like right in the center of the stage it's like yep i peed right <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> terrible oh so, man <laughs> awesome well, that was funny it was uh, like, yeah it was, uh, like i said i was yeah I, I had a bit of a problem back then but yeah and so everything is much better <laughs> just drawn now. to the lights it's in there yeah. hey ooh, break all right so, so that... i didn't play with the power tools <laughs> i just pulled a nail out of my pocket <laughs> okay i had no idea why it was in there but it hurt okay wow. All right, so that that is our uh, our roundtable of questions. If you have anything to say about any of this, <laughs> go ahead and let us know on the socials. I want to hear your pee story. And we'll, <laughs> I do not, and we will be right back after this guitar noise. But I had to go. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.
You've been listening to The Atomic Weight of Cheese, where cult cinema is real life and real life is frequently cult cinema. You can visit our website at theatomicweightofcheese.com, follow us on Twitter at A-W-O-C Podcast, see us on Facebook at facebook.com slash atomicweightofcheese, or shoot us an email at atomicweightofcheese at gmail.com. We love your feedback. What the hell is making that? Oh. It's him. It's my It's okay. me. <laughs> I was like, don't do that. Okay. Sorry. It's spinning on the table. Yeah.